Welcome back aboard Blurred Force One with your boys Mo and Lottie. And this is the Supercast. The Supercast where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media. That's movies, TV shows, video games. We talk about the news, do some speculation, all of that good nerdy stuff. Um, before we get into this video, do us a favor, get down there, hit like. Uh, or if you listen to us on a podcasting platform, leave us a review. Five stars will be the best, but whatever you think we deserve. And we appreciate you joining us uh, this evening, man. It's a big old week for superhero things. Uh, lots of news, uh, you know, now that the strikes are, are all over, the talk about, you know, new projects, casting and all that good stuff. Uh, the Marvel's not having such a good week, unfortunately. Uh, and so uh, it's, it's just everything's in flux. And of course, we got Invincible running right now, too. Uh, as we look forward to the Thanksgiving weekend here in the United States. So, uh, before we get into all of that, Lottie, my friend, how you doing this evening? And uh, what you been up to that's been nerdy? Uh, honestly, not much. No, besides just watching Invincible. Uh, it's finally, I'm going to get a few days off, so I'm actually going to use that time to play some video games. Ah, oh, nice. <clears throat> I I should do the same. I my my video game is so sporadic. Like the other other night, instead of working on the the this uh, channel, I was like, you know, forget that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go go and play Borderlands two. So so I was just playing Borderlands two for a few hours. That was, and I I have not gone back to it since because you know other things. But yeah, I've been. That I think that may be the the nerdiest thing I've been up to. I just been watching TV, getting ready for Thanksgiving, all that good stuff. Uh, it's you know, it it hasn't been uh, the nerdiest of times. But oh and oh, you know what? I did do something else nerdy. I even though I'm broke, I somehow found the money to buy some uh, new uh, action figures and pops to go on my wall of uh, you know ever growing wall of pops. So like. I got some uh, some action figures from uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie for five bucks each because uh, I'll be looking for those deals. So that Ooh. I mean, it's yeah, it's like I need more of them. But hey, that's that's what nerds do, you know. We collect. So anyway, uh, this is the Supercast. So we're gonna are gonna jump into uh, some news about uh, you know superhero things. It's a it's a very very uh, busy news week. Uh, so we had to uh, pick the best things this week, like uh, the director of Kang Dynasty, Destin Daniel Creighton, uh, no longer directing that. Uh, we're going to find out why, what's what's the reason for the exit. A rumor about who could be the MCU's Reed Richards. It might surprise you uh, who they name. Uh, the Marvels, man, just down on this is not a marvel us uh return on the box office uh we'll talk about the numbers what that could mean and uh you know amon villani's got some words about box office as well uh there's a couple new trailers madam web dropped its first trailer and what if season two dropped its trailer we're gonna talk about those and what can we can expect from both of those projects and then finally uh we're gonna talk about the dcu casting for new people for superman legacy big names uh some people maybe you haven't heard of 
but definitely some awesome uh, news for uh, the DC universe. So, Lottie, we got plenty to talk about, man. You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's get into it. Uh, so, you know, we've been talking about Marvel, and look, the Marvel's not doing good. Let's just call it like it is. The previous Marvel movie, uh, which was Guardian of the Galaxy, did well, but let's be honest, like for the type of movie and as good as it was, should have been a billion-dollar movie, uh, did not make that. Uh, the previous movie before that, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, you know, underperformed. And Bob Iger's like, we got to retool, man. We got we to gotta get this ship righted. And so we had heard, you know, like that they were, uh, you know, pausing projects or retooling them, restarting them. And we also heard that they were moving movies around. Like we talked about Deadpool is the only MCU movie coming out next year. Uh, we also heard about, you know, some staffing changes, you know, writers being let go, you know, directors and all that, hiring new writers, all that stuff. So in the midst of all of that, we got news this week that Destin Daniel Cretton uh, will no longer be directing Kang Dynasty. And this, I want to say, is in the wake of uh, Jeff Loveness, who wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which, as you will know, is sort of a setup for Kang Dynasty, one of the many things that's going to lead towards Kang Dynasty. Uh, he was set to write Kang Dynasty, and we had heard that he had been let go uh, because maybe they were going in a different direction. And also we saw in uh, Loki Season 2, maybe some hints that, you know, the Kang angle is sort of being buttoned up. I guess maybe. Uh, so he's, you know, he's no longer going to be doing that, but he is not leaving the Marvel Universe. He is going to continue to work on the Wonder Man TV show, which is, I'm surprised they're even still doing that. And Shang-Chi 2, he's, you know, setting up to get ready, you know, pre-production and all that stuff on that. So, Lottie, uh... You hear this news? What do you think about this? Uh, and what do, what do you think this means for the Marvel Studios and the MCU going forward? I don't I don't know how to feel about this because you know there there is a little bit of a rumor of what's going on with um, with uh, Kang Dynasty. This is making it sound more and more like it might be true that. He might not be doing. He might be moving on from Kang, which I, in my opinion, think that is the dumbest thing to do, especially with how you've hyped him up. You know, if you don't want to use the actor, just you, the Kang is the easiest. Is of all the actors, he's the easiest actor to recast. Because, you know what's funny about that is I heard. Now again, rumors or whatever. I, I was listening to another podcast that I always listen to, and they were talking about again this. Uh, it, they were like, "Well, this this reader, uh, this the uh, listener wrote in and said, well, I worked on Creed three, and you know, I l heard that maybe Jonathan Major's contract said that you know he was he wouldn't you know that they couldn't recast Kang if Kang was going to be there, he would be the one." That's a weird ass stipulation for a contract, and I cannot, I refuse to believe that a studio would be dumb enough to sign something like that. But I mean, it would lead some, lend some credence to this idea that maybe they can't move away from it. 
So they're just moving to a different character all the way around. Everyone likes the idea of Doom, which I hate, by the way. Uh, I don't agree with that because Dr. Doom doesn't need to, that, you know, Dr. Doom's not Thanos. You know, he's, no. he's very much tied to the Fantastic Four. Yes, he can be an asshole to a whole bunch of other bad, you know, uh, superheroes, but you bring him out as this god emperor of the multiverse, and I don't see how you bring him back down to the level where the Fantastic Four beat him up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. This is the dumbest thing ever. If you're going to, if you're going to, uh, if you're going to move on from Kang. Do the Celestials and do them right. I mean, like, you, you got other people. It, do Immortus. Well, I guess Immortus is technically a Kang variant. But, you know, yes, you have the Celestials. I mean, you could Deadpool of all. I mean, look, I'm not saying Deadpool. I'm, I'm being facetious there. You, you could do, a, you like, could do the Annihilus. Celestials is the easiest. Yeah. Celestials are the easiest one because they already have been hinted at before phase four because remember they were hinted at all the way in gardens of the galaxy one and then again in gardens of the galaxy two so even if people did not watch uh eternals you could easily just say hey you remember gardens of the galaxy one yeah remember that being that blew up that planet and created the us uh, the power stone celestial you know what i mean there's yeah it, it, it's something that i feel if they're going to move on that's what they should do yeah it's just well, it's this destiny. I love I love the fact that he's basically saying like, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna do this, which could be mean that yes, that that movie itself is going away. I'd heard that maybe Marvel was thinking about making it a two part Avengers movie instead of you know two, you know Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars. So maybe Secret Wars Part One, Secret Wars Part Two, which I, I'm of two minds on that because I'm like, oh, so now we're gonna start doing that whole you know, part one, part two thing again, like we did with the Infinity War and Endgame, which they're not technically part one and two, but they were before they changed the names. So, yeah. you know, it, there's the stories too. What story is too big that it can't be contained in one three-hour movie? Because that's what it's going to be, three hours. Uh, I, I hesitate to say. But, uh, you know, who knows? I, I, I trust in Marvel that they're going to get their story shit together. I just... Uh, I'd hate to see Kang go by the wayside. And, and of course, this whole trial and everything is really going to kind of indicate where they're going. But it may already be too late. Um, like I said, in Loki Season 2, they seem to have buttoned up Kang a little bit. At the very least, He Who Remains is. And they were talking about, oh, there's Kang's uh, variants are acting up, but they're not doing anything too bad. So, who knows? Uh, but... I think it's pretty dope that they're still he's still going to be doing Wonder Man because I was I was like well that's one that's going to be on the chopping block like that they don't because everyone's talking about why are y'all doing all these new characters we don't need these new characters uh, and he's going to be a brand new one that no one knows about and also we're getting Shang Chi too so I, which I think was a given but still it's good to know that they are most definitely working on that so. Uh, I'll, you know what? Let's we'll keep an eye on this. We'll uh, keep an eye on what he's up to and Marvel Studios is, and we'll let you guys know more about his next projects when we learn about him. A uh, lot of more Marvel stuff here. Ready for a rumor? Uh, it's time to cast or <laughs> cast Reed Richards. And I have to be honest, it's I put rumor on this. This, this shit is probably true. 
because if if this was like Daniel RPK or some other scooper talking about it on the internet, you know, on social media, I'd be like, whatever. You know, maybe it's true, but whatever. But Variety, of all places, reported this, uh, that Pedro Pascal is in final, you know, probably final negotiations to play Reed Richards in the MCU. And Variety, if they report it, the shit's probably true. Like, I'm 90, 99% positive this is a real thing. So, Lottie, uh, you know, what What else can we say about Pedro Pascal? He's he's the Star Wars daddy. He's the zombie world daddy. You know, he's he is uh, he if you got some young person that that's vulnerable and needs to be transported from point A to point B, he's your guy. Uh, and also he's look, he's a great actor. Let's just call it like it is. Uh, I can honestly say did not even entertain for a second that Pedro Pascal will be Reed Richards. Um, so what do you think? How, how are you feeling about this casting? I actually like it. I like it. You know, he doesn't have to. He's, he, Pedro Pascal's already in great shape. It's not a role that he has to get in ultra shape to be in. He already has the, uh, you know, he already has the look, you know, just probably just going to have to put a little white highlights in it. Like there's people that are telling me like, no, I'm like, guys, you telling me he does. He he looks like Reed Richards. I think some people are, are used to seeing the young Reed Richards, but Reed Richards usually looks like a middle-aged man, like in his mid forties. Right. You know what I mean? Like with the gray, the gray side out of his hair. I'm like, no, Pedro Pascal looks like a great actor, and and I mean, Pedro Pascal looks like a great pick. He's a great pick, and like you say, he's a great actor. Yeah. Well, I love the the re- some of the reactions was, oh, now he's now Reed Richards is Latino. I'm like, bitch, you know, he can play like just a white guy, right? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, he, he, look, he just because he's got, you know, he's from Argentina, everything like that. He can play white people. It's okay. He's his. Let's be be honest. Pedro Pascal I mean, is white. He's a white guy. I mean, let's be honest. If you if you don't know his name, you'll think he's a white guy. He no, he is. He's a white guy. Let's. There's white people all just because he speaks Spanish. Don't make him not white. So. Like this is not a this is not a thing just because he got a span this is stupid Americans saying stupid shit. <clears throat> so again, great actor. He's I mean I'm convinced he can do whatever the hell he wants to do. He will be that guy. Uh, I I can honestly say I don't think to myself, man, this guy looks like you know he's got the biggest brain on the planet. But that's what the fuck acting is for. I can be wrong about this thing. You know, and you know that 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 impression of him is formed because I've seen him in other things where he's doing other, you know, less less brain guy stuff and more man of action shit. So I mean, I I'm I'm down with it. I'm basically his body of work is so good, I will assume that he can do this correctly. And Marvel, they wouldn't just throw a contract at him. This and by the way, a major contract, right? This is he. They're not giving him a contract to play some side character. Reed Richards is is a co lead in one of the, which should be one of the flagship titles for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
So this is real big deal. They're not going to just throw that in anybody. Trust. So, I, you know, I'm confident. I think they're making the right move, and I'm, I can't wait to see what's up. So uh, we'll let you guys know when we get real official confirmation about this, but I feel like it's coming up real soon, and uh, we'll talk about it then. Uh, more Marvel stuff. This, this, uh, the Marvels, Lottie, it flopped, right? First weekend, you know, what did it make? 48,000, uh, $48, $48 million. And boy, that second weekend. Woo. Look, I liked the movie. I thought it was pretty good. And just like all of the other movies, I was like, I like this movie. I thought it was pretty good this week, uh, this, this year. Like the Flash and and Blue Beetle, this shit tanked. Seventy eight percent drop, made ten million dollars in its second weekend. To be fair, it was going up against the Hunger Games, um, and I forget the other movie it was going up against, but it's going up against two new movies that had had big box office. But I mean, still, this is a Marvel movie, and it made only ten million dollars in its second weekend. Now, you and I, Lottie, we talked about, you know, why this is happening to it. But we can't, we got to acknowledge, this is the worst drop that any Marvel movie has ever had. And it's just, it, it probably not even going to get Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania money. Uh, just all it's a, a failure all the way around. Except, in my opinion, in the quality of the actual movie. So, I mean, Lottie... <sighs> What does this say for the Marvel? And what I feel like, more like, what is this saying for comic book movies right now? And stuff like Aquaman that's coming out. And, you know, what is this, what does the industry need to do? Because I, I don't think that this is just a Marvel problem. It's, uh, it's superhero fatigue, man. I mean, people don't want to believe it. Because some people say, no, it's it's bad movie. People said, oh, it's bad movie or disc fatigue. I said, no, it's superhero fatigue. The simple fact that, um, what is that movie? The movie you know what movie I'm talking about. Uh, Guards of the Galaxy 3 and uh, Across the Spider-Verse didn't make a billion dollars. Just shows you that they're superhero fatigue. And in movies like Mario and barbie which are far inferior movies to those two movies even people that told me they liked the mario movie and like barbie all agree with me that they are inferior to those two movies it's because superhero fatigue it's just just the way it is if it's not live action superman batman spider-man or some mega huge thing it's not going to make a billion dollars. And even if it's good, you're going to struggle to even make 700 million now. And I think Marvel and DC needs to recognize this and stop putting these massive, stupid budgets into these movies. And if the movie's costing too much, I'm sorry, you got to kill it because it's going to cost you more money to release it then because like you said i don't think this movie is going to make 300 million i i don't think this movie will even make 300 million that's not even that's that 300 million was around its budget like <clears throat> if you're going to make a superhero movie from now on 150 million is the cut if it's not 
a live action Batman, Superman, Spider Man, or like some big <clears throat> Justice League or Avengers, uh, or something. Avengers thing, your cutoff is one fifty million. That's it. If you cannot make a superhero movie within one hundred fifty million, it shouldn't be made. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I mean budgets are re- really stupid. And it's you know CG is really part of the problem and everything like that. Which I I'm convinced they're gonna lean more to street level stuff. Uh, that's why they're doing that Marvel Spotlight thing. But like this is yeah. this is just bad all around. Um, and you know this to the point where they're asking Ahmad Vellani, She's out there doing the rounds. By the way, out there living her best life. Like if you see any any place that's doing a, a interview with Ahmad Vellani, you know any YouTube channel or or you know tv show or anything do yourself a favor and go listen to that uh because she is like i've said before she is the best thing about the whole movie she's a treasure to the mcu and you if if, let's say you've lost your verve your your zeal for the marvel cinematic universe take five minutes to sit and listen to her be interviewed about the movie and about how she feels about you know, being in the in the MCU and everything like that, and I guarantee you will recharge your batteries. I'm I'm telling you, you got to, you got to go listen to what she's got to say. But to that point, someone asked her, you know, in an interview, what do you how do you, how you feel about this box office? That this disappointing box box office, and she was just like, look, I'm 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 paraphrasing, so if I get it, get it wrong, you know, let me know. But she basically was like, look. You know, we went in there. We we made the best movie we could. You know, we had a good time doing it. That's not really something I have. You know, I have to worry about. That's more for you know Bob Iger and to to be concerned about. I did my job. Uh, you know, we and the people that I know, uh, the people that I know that that like it, uh, that you know they like it and everything. So that's good enough for me. Um, which I mean, Lottie, it's I I feel like that's the you know, you're a sports guy. That's the equivalent of look. I left every, I left it all on the field, and it's just you know, it it played out the way it played out. I did everything I could. We did, you know, I'm proud of of the effort we put out there, and we it, we just didn't come home with the W today. Is that a sound about right? Yeah. So is is there anything wrong? Like I'm not mean. To, I'm serious. As a sports fan, is there anything wrong with that attitude that a that a star player or one of the players, if they're asked about the loss, is that is there anything wrong with them saying that? Not yet. Not in particular, no, not really. Yeah, okay. Uh so you got I, I you know, I I'm not gonna give the guy's name, but I, I had a little the, some guy is saying something dumb, the dumb response about how her response was disrespectful to the fans and who cares about what they say because all it's all about her. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, bitch, did you read anything that was said? Because that's not what she said at all. But second of all, yeah, why should she... Look, why? seriously, I'm, I'm being 100% here. Why should she care about, you know, whether the fans are, you know whether the fans are really receptive to this. She should be happy that they are. But the truth is, is that if she did the best she could, if everyone did the best that they could, and it just didn't hit, that doesn't mean that the movie's not good or that they didn't work their ass off on it or anything like that. It could very... Like, you're asking that the actor who didn't write it, who didn't direct it, 
who who didn't finance it. All they she showed up, did her lines to the best of her ability, and in my opinion, delivered a good, a really, basically the best performance in the whole movie. She did everything she could to make this work, and it just didn't click. So, in what way is saying, "Hey, we left it on the field, and you know, we just kind of let it let everything fall the way it did." How is that disrespecting the the you know the fans? Am I am I wrong here? Like am I because because I sure did get in his ass about it. I mean, man, there's just gonna be people like that that are gonna say it's like with Jordan Travis. You know how Jordan Travis? I told you about you know how Jordan Travis broke his leg. There are literally people on the internet said it couldn't have happened to a better person. <laughs> I mean, like there are people literally saying they are trying to and, and people coming at him coming at them and they're like trying to talk about him like after he beats a team he like basically flexed to the crowd so he deserved to have his leg broken because of that they're just people like that bro they're just people on the internet that are just miserable people and they see people are doing well in life they literally like if if some of these people were given the death note a lot of innocent people will die. <laughs> you know what? You, you know how you can tell the psyche of a human being is by what their favorite show is. <laughs> the simple fact that Death Note is one of some people's favorite anime just shows you how sadistic they are. <laughs> I've watched Death Note and I don't see it. I don't see why people like the show that much. It was eh. Like, in, like, legit, in my opinion, Death Note is an alright anime. But people swear it's one of the greatest anime of all time. You know why? Because they're sick human beings. They <laughs> imagine what it will be like to have a, 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 paper, a book that you can just kill people. Yeah. That's why they like it. That's why they like it. It's nothing to do with the actual show. It's because they're just sick individuals. And he's just one of those people. Instead of... Because universally by even people who of the of the uh what's it called the fandom the, menace. Uh, fandom menace even said she's by far the best she's like the best thing in that movie this person is just a miserable person just saw an opportunity that he thought he was dunking on somebody when he really wasn't because here's the thing like you know some people say oh they're just trolls no they're not trolls they literally feel that way there are some people out here that literally feel that uh, uh, Milan Vellani, uh, help me out with her name again. Iman Vellani. Iman Vellani is a piece of shit. Like, they literally feel that in their soul that she is a terrible human being. It's, it's just I weird. I don't know to, why. It's just weird to me because this is, I'm just like, like she personally shit in your mouth or something by saying that. No. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. She, like she didn't. She did her very best to make something that you like and you don't like it. That's fine. That happens all the time in entertainment. She's not the she's only an actor. She's not the director and yeah. the producer. But even if she even if she personally spearheaded every creative aspect of this movie, even if she did, it's still not a personal attack or a front on you that you don't like this movie. Not fucking everything is for you. One, not not everything is for you. Your tastes are different than other people's tastes, and things you like may not coincide with other people. That's fine. This this whole 
that's the one of the main fucking problems with the fandom menace and other i mean i try very hard not to be like this in real life too is is this not i don't even want to it's not even polarization it's the hyperbolization of fandom where it's no longer oh this is cool or this i didn't like this or whatever it's i fucking hate this this thing is the worst thing ever it's a it's raped my childhood all that stuff that that rhetoric is so <laughs> stupid because it is a movie <clears throat> it's uh, it's it's a movie it, it is a movie that you never have to watch again you can exit it from your you know delete it from your your memory if you can never think about it again and move on because and just because it's part of the MCU you can skip the fucking movie and in, in, in your rewatches like the, just like it's not that serious and yet you get dum-dums like this making it out as if this is like a religious uh you know a religious uh thing and you you've blasphemed against their god shut the hell up like really fuck uh, once again what do i always say this is why nerds got stuffed into lockers and and i you know what i will go back in time and stuff this dude back in, into a locker because like he ain't learned shit in life <laughs> not at all anyway uh too bad for the marvels i still say go see it or more likely check it on disney plus because it is definitely going to be coming to, to digital and streaming real soon like if it don't make it before january i'll be surprised so you guys keep an eye out for that and we'll talk about uh you know the implications of that lottie's trailer time man we got two really cool trailers uh this week and um well, in my opinion, really cool trailers. I've heard a lot of stuff about this first one. Madam Web dropped. This is a look. This is a project we've talked about, you know, here and there over the last like year and a half. Uh, we were talking about them filming. We saw some pictures and everything like that. But Lottie, be honest. Did you think that this was a real thing that was going to happen? No. That's a long silence. <laughs> that's a that's a long contemplative silence there. <laughs> because I'm remembering what I saw and I'm like No. <laughs> I will I will say I did think that this was gonna happen, mainly because why would you spend time you know why why would you spend time filming so that we could get stills from the from the movie you know behind the scenes pictures only to not actually follow through this they're they're not warner brothers discovery they actually finished their you know when they finish their shit it's going to come out right so i was like mm. this is this is going to happen i just want to know what the hell it is and is it going to be spider-man or is it going to be morbius you know and I felt like it was. Listen, it, I felt like it was trending you, Morbius. I felt you I know felt the like, answer. <laughs> I felt like it was trending Morbius, but I'm starting to feel more like it's trending Craven, which is halfway between Morbius and Spider Man. So, all I'm all I'm saying is that I just hope the budget wasn't expensive in this movie because let's be honest here, this looks low budgeted not in the sense of like 
Not in the sense of like fifty million dollars. But I will be if I hear that this budget is, is above one twenty five million, I'll be shocked. It's definitely above one twenty five. Um, just because it's got a ton of CG. The thing is, I think that if they if they keep it around there, it's probably fine. The CG they need, you know, for for action sequences, it's going to be Spider Man level stuff. So they should be budgeting, you know, Andrew Garfield Spider Man level. But to that to that point, some of it does look a little bit like Spider Man Three. Uh, in terms of like the film filming techniques and whatnot, um, all that being said, look, I like the trailer. I like, I, I legitimately liked it. Uh, it made me excited for the movie because I, I finally found out what the fuck is this. I've, I've heard rumors about what it's a, about. Seems to be set, you know, tw- twenty years in the past or something like that, and it's got a bunch of spider women in it. All right, cool, like. And, you know, finally getting to see them in, you know, in act live action. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't, the thing is Dakota Johnson, she plays Madam Webb. She's not going to suit up in anything. So, you know, there's no CG on her, but the other girls, they all do end up being a version of spider woman in some way or shape or form. And there's a lot of coincidences and stuff in the story. That's, that's actually to me, what I'm most concerned about, because I was like, this seems seems a little too coincidental. You better s- explain this well. And there's some kind of sort of Spider-Man guy that looks like Taskmaster, basically, with a spider suit. So, I mean, look, it looks promising. I will not deny that if you look at this and say, oh, shit, this looks, we might be in trouble. I wouldn't blame you. So, Lottie, what do you think? Are you like me or are you like, oh, we might be in trouble? I'm in the oh shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, mm, I don't know about this one, man. It, it's, it's not that it, it looks like a movie that will show on a streaming network. I'm just be, I'm, <laughs> if Sony had a streaming network, I would not be surprised to see this movie on a day one. But Sony is going to release this to theater. It looks like you said, you, you made a really good point. The movie looks dated. It looks like a early two thousand superhero movie. It, which is the problem what, that Morbius had too. Mor- that is that <laughs> is something that I couldn't get my hand on it when I said it looked it looked low budgeted. The word I was trying to look it looks dated. It looks like a movie. It looks like the remember how remember how like overly edgy superhero movies were back then like they were like every superhero movie back then was ultra dark yeah every one of them were x-men was dark spider-man was dark of course daredevil was going to be start electra the uh the freaking uh uh uh, fantastic four hulk they were all these ultra edgy dark superhero movies and this looks just like it. it looks like a early 2000s superhero movie and i don't know if that's going to do well in today's day and age yeah and but they does seem like in terms of the right they seem to be going more humor humorous like i don't i don't mean that this whole movie is going to be humorous but they're definitely doing the humorous angle that the mcu takes with you know with interaction between characters uh so i mean look this is the first trailer it's 
I'm pretty sure they'll they can clean it up or whatever uh, in the next trailer. Uh, but it was I think it was nice to see it. Look, that Ezekiel Sims, he looks he looks actually pretty cool. Like that suit looks stupid, but the guy himself looks kind of cool. He's clearly going to be doing Spider-Man stuff. We saw some CG, sort of CG versions of, you know, uh, that. So the it, I said I said before when she was cast, Isabella Merced, she's a good actress, and she's going to be playing Anya Corazon, who in the comics uh, was known as the Aranya, which is Spanish for spider, but she eventually became Spider Woman. And then you had Maddie Franklin, who was also uh, was Spider Girl, uh, and she has mechanical uh, arms, and I think you saw a little bit of that. Uh, and I I want to say uh, Sydney Sweeney, I, I'm, I think she's Julia Carpenter, who is a Spider Woman, who is the the traditional Spider Woman that had a black and, and white suit, uh, but she didn't get her powers like Spider Man. She got them from genetic. Uh, or was it testing or you know on her so i mean it's cool that they're bringing in all these legacy spider women and apparently there's some you know butterfly effect shit going on that they got to keep ben parker alive or something you know some stuff look it's about it's it's madam web it's about destiny and everything like that so i mean it's gonna play out like that uh so i'm look i liked it and i'm i'm looking forward to it uh lottie you are pessimistic, and I don't blame you. So. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when they, we get more information or if they drop another trailer, we'll let you guys know what we think. Uh, the next trailer, what if Season 2 dropped its trailer and dropped its release dates? Uh, both of which I'm very happy about. Lottie, I mean, this thing looked dope. There's, <laughs> This is a good trailer. This is a really good trailer. I'm excited about a lot of it, especially now that I found out that you know they did a what if the avengers formed back in 1990 whatever or two whatever that back in the day and so you get to see king t'chaka join up with hank pym and like and apparently captain marvel but it's the supreme intelligence i don't know whatever uh and th apparently it's peter quill with with uh ego powers like so there's i mean that's pretty cool there's a lot of cool shit in this in this one um what did you think about this trailer oh uh, so this time we're actually getting the nine episodes because i think the last one we only got eight because they yeah because they of skipped. the pan because the pandemic kind of messed up the so we we're gonna get the not one of the episodes we're gonna get is is that episode we didn't get from the previous season that explains gamora and and in fact we saw bits in in the trailer where they're they're doing so, it looks like they're pod racing but it's not pod racing it's more like what if pod racing but mad max style okay. where where you saw remember you saw hulk and they were all on like vehicles and gamora and iron man and his big old iron suit and stuff uh so we're gonna didn't they gonna, show yeah. is it is it kang in this if i'm if i'm not mistaken didn't they show like kang I'm maybe, not, I, maybe pro it. I probably missed it like there's a lot of stuff going on in this trailer uh, and yeah, I didn't go it, back to like, I didn't watch the new Rockstar breakdown or whatever, uh, because I want to be so honestly, I want to be surprised uh, at these episodes. Uh, it looks yeah, great. It fucking looks great though. Like, yeah, the animation looks better. It look, it looks, it looks absolutely great. Just like 
it looks like it's going to be really fun. Uh, probably like the first se season, there were some really fun and goofy things, and there were some real dark and like twisted things. I think we even saw Doctor Strange in there. So this could be Strange Supreme, like the Strange that we saw that was that's holding. Uh, oh, and we also didn't we see Killmonger? We saw we saw Killmonger in that bitch. So like, I, I so, yeah, yes. I'm like, I'm I'm locked. I'm ready. And uh, to that point, it is uh, they released the the release dates. So it's, it's releasing December twenty second, and they're doing something completely different that we've seen from the MCU on Disney Plus so far. They're releasing one episode per day until December twenty seventh, and I'm just like, yes, okay. <laughs> That's I like they don't drop it all at once. They're not doing it week to week. They're just they're they're gonna give us it. I mean, like I'm all I'm all in on that. I can't wait. I'm I'm absolutely excited for it. Lottie, it sounds like you are too. Yes. We well, yeah, so I, I'm trying honestly. I'm trying to figure out how we're gonna review this because <laughs> it's literally one one episode per day and through Christmas, yeah, I, including Christmas Day. So I'm trying. To, I was like, how are we gonna do we this? Just, I think we should just. We should just watch the entire thing. Yeah, wait till the twenty seventh, and then then do the. I mean, but what if what if every episode is, is so dope? We have to say something. I, I, don't I mean, know. to do a review. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> wait. I just wait. I'll just wait to just do the entire review yeah, because nah. it's, it's nine episodes instead of it's you know nine because the episodes are what like thirty minutes. Yeah, I mean it. It'll be we'll, we'll we'll wait on it, but it's. I mean, I'm really I'm really looking forward. That's that's a what a great Christmas present. Thank thank you, Kevin Feige, uh, or Santa Feige. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we're looking forward to that. We'll let you guys know what we think about it when they drop uh, at the end of December. All right, so now it's time for the big news of the day. Um, it's casting time. Uh, really for the MC, uh, not for the MCU, the DCU. So the strike obviously is, you know, set a lot of things back. But now we're getting a flurry of news all around uh, Hollywood for you know different projects, casting, and everything. Everyone's talking about the things. So James Gunn has, uh, you know, has revealed four people who are going to be in Superman Legacy. Um, two villains and two, well, I guess three villains maybe, and one. Uh, one very important person in the Superman canon. So first one, we'll, we'll go with the two two that I don't really know. So I'm just going to call them out and, and, and say yeah. Uh, one of them is Maria Gabriela de, Far, uh, de Faria. I'm sure I'm saying that real fucked up, but it's she is uh, cast as the engineer. And Lottie, I'm sure you know everything about the engineer, so... <laughs> I'm sure you've read all of the comics with the engineer in it, uh, or have this you? Got it. <laughs> this is this is the most. I'm, I'm looking it up now. To, to my knowledge, so this, she's the, my knowledge. So this she's is, a woman. Yeah. Well, my understanding is that she is from the Authority. So this maybe puts some credence to the idea that the Authority is going to play some part in Superman Legacy. They're going to be introduced in uh, Superman Legacy before their own movie. But my understanding is she is... They say she's a villain. 
but she is a, uh, either a part of the authority or is an, a, as from the authority comics and apparently has a nano suit and and whatever um so she well, in in this it looks more like she is like a mach- like she's sort of like um uh what was the one from um uh terminator 3 she is like it it probably was a suit at first but then i guess it sort of became a part of her right well um i'm not yeah i don't i'm gonna be honest don't know anything about this i i was not no, a, I, I did not read wild storm did not read the authority i i know vaguely who they are so i don't know who this character is and i'm like cool whoever this is i'm sure she's gonna do well but as a villain good uh, the engineer apparently is going to give Superman some some difficulty. Uh, second, a second person uh, that again I don't really know, but apparently is going to be playing um, a Sarah Sampaio, who is a Portuguese actress uh, and model, and she is going to be playing Eve Teschmacher, who is. Lex Luthor's uh, assistant, executive assistant. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I know exactly who that is. So let me tell me, because I don't know who this is. You remember that? It's kind of weird because she's not. Because uh, usually the person that plays is, I mean, usually the person, the portrayal of the woman who is uh, Lex Luthor's, uh, is like a kind of like super athlete woman. Like she's not ultra muscular but you can tell that she was like someone that like works out and takes very good care of herself because basically that's what lex luthor's uh her his it's more of like his bodyguard right because she could she could throw hands now there was a time when i i can't remember who it was try to try to run up on lex and she started whooping that ass and i was like damn (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh... i think she actually loves lex too i think she actually loves him I well, terrible uh, choice in men, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and I looked. I'm like, okay, good looking lady. Apparently, she's done some acting. More importantly, James Gunn's like, yes, we found our our Eve. To okay, I trust you, James. I don't know who this is. I don't know this character, but I'm assuming she's the right one for the job. So dope. Now for the actually you know, the more important ones, uh, in, in my opinion. And that is, uh, Jimmy Olsen is going to be played by, uh, Skylar Gisando. I actually, well, obviously I know who Jimmy Olsen is cause I've, I've read, you know, Superman. And I like Superman. Everyone knows Jimmy Olsen, everyone's favorite, red haired, freckled, always getting into trouble, but Superman's totally got my back. Uh, best friend of Clark Kent and Superman. Uh, we just finished uh, showing him a lot of love uh, in the My Adventures with Superman. And damn it, Superman doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't work without no damn Jimmy Olsen. Like, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, I think Zack Snyder fucked that part up of, of Superman, <laughs> uh, in my opinion. But whatever. We got our, our uh, Jimmy Olsen. I will say I know who this guy is. I've seen him in, in several things. The first thing I ever saw him in years ago, what, what is it, 2018? So, you know, five years ago, 
was this movie called Booksmart, which I, I've called out before. But Booksmart, he was he was hilarious in it. Uh, very like he's got the look. The guy can act. I've seen him in other things since then. He can do dramatic things. Uh, I'm he and look at it, Lottie. Look at a picture of the guy. Don't that look like Jamie Olsen though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like for real though. I mean, they don't even have to paint no little fake ass freckles on this man. He he can do it. Uh, he's in his late. He's twenty seven. Uh, he still has a very fresh face and everything like that. He he can stick around for a while. I think this is a great bit of casting, personally. Um, Lottie, I don't, I don't know how much you know about this guy. I don't really know anything about the actor, but I do like his uh, the cut of his jib to be uh, Jimmy Olsen. It's like, I'm not going to lie. I, I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he looks, he looks the part. And like I said, he's got, he's got the chops. He can do this. And again, what do I, what did I just say? Uh, he's got the James Gunn stamp of approval. And as far as I'm, cause we, does James Gunn work with anybody that sucks? They point. Not that I'd say no. Point out what, if you can find somebody that he works with that sucks, I'll, I'll, I'll be surprised. Cause I don't know who that, that is. And he works with people repeatedly. So if he's if he says this is the guy, this is the guy, as far as I'm concerned. But most importantly, this is this was the one. This was the one when I saw it. I was like, oh hell yeah! I was hell yeah! I said I was at work and I was like, hell yeah! Uh, like kite man. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Holt has been cast as Lex Luthor. Um. So I guess he's gonna have to shave that 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 beautiful hair he has off. Lottie, you know Nicholas Holt. Um if for no other reason because you've watched the X-Men first class movie. And uh you watched the the ones with McAvoy and Fassbender as as Magneto and mm-hmm. uh, as so you know this guy. Uh played yeah. Beast. Just based on that alone, like I can say I can point to other things he's been in that where he's he's fantastic. But he was beast and I thought he was great as beast. Yeah. He was. Damn, he's still wow. He's what? only 33 years old. Matt, my man, he's been acting his ass off for like the last decade. Like for I just I, saw I just saw him in Renfield, loved him in Renfield. I didn't I didn't love the movie, but I thought he was really good in Renfield. I saw him in So he in, was like 21 in X-Men First Class. Yeah. He was like 21 or 20 years old. Wow. I I saw him recently. Probably my favorite thing I've seen him in recently was in the, oh, men, the menu. He was in the my menu. God. What's that? <laughs> what you what you see on his IMDb? He was the psycho from uh Mad Max Fury Road, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he can rock the ball in. What a day! What a lovely day! <laughs> oh my! But am are you are you, yeah. look, are you look, you're looking at his IMDb? Am, am I wrong? That, yeah. I mean, this guy has got a pedigree, and it is it is sharp. I, I'm I'm telling you, I like I said. I recently saw him in the menu. Fantastic. Saw him in Renfield. Great. Like Nicholas Holt is serious. He's real. 
and he gets to be Lex Luthor. You don't normally see, I mean, you see, um, you know, he's done some like villainous roles before. Usually he seems like, you know, this British guy and he's, he's a little, you know, or he's just the, you know, milk toast white guy or something like he'll do that role where there's like more underneath it than that. But he, he doesn't look, he doesn't look like he's going to be the most evil dude on earth, but I, I believe in him. Uh, he was, I heard he went for Superman, but he's, he's going to be Lex Luthor. Lottie. He is. I mean, did, I'm just saying, did James Gunn miss with this? I'm, there's people like on, uh, on, uh, Twitter that have like edited with him with a bald cat, a bald head with the suit on. My goodness, that looks like <laughs> Lex Luthor. That looks like Lex Luthor. I can all and he's holding up. Oh, and he's holding Kryptonite. I can already see it. <laughs> I I can already see it. Superman busted to his office. He's just sitting on his chair with his legs crossed. Yes, it's, it's great. More importantly, will he wash the taste of Jesse Eisenberg out of your mouth? My God, that's the first thing I wanted to mention. That was one of the first things. Worst. Wor- oh, my goodness. That super, that, I mean, that uh, Lex Luthor was an absolute abomination. I, I did, I, the thing is, I didn't necessarily hate it because I knew it, that he was going for a Mark Zuckerberg, Lex Luthor as Mark Zuckerberg. I got it. Didn't like it that much, but okay. Um, But, like, there's so, been so many people have played Lex Luthor in, in the in the past, animated and, and and live action. You know, Gene Hackman was Lex Luthor in in the live action movies in back in the seventies. Uh, we got uh, I think Clancy Brown played him in the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, and then most recently Giancarlo Esposito has been playing him on on uh, Harley Quinn. So a lot of really good names going along with that Lex Luthor. I, and don't try to get me to find out who the hell did him on Super Friends. I have no idea. Uh, but, you know, Jesse Eisenberg was the most recent. Not good. Not good, you know. And also, uh, what I forget, uh, Kevin Spacey played him in Superman Returns that not many people liked. So, I mean... I think given everyone else that's done it, I think he has a potential to like blow them all out of the water. He, this could be, you know, it, this could be like, uh, Heath Ledger level, uh, uh, of portrayal to, to definitively define who this character is for the screen. Now, am I building him up too much, Lottie? Am I, am I saying too much here? Am I, am I putting too much on this man's shoulders? No, he's a great he's a he's a he's a great actor. He has his pedigree. Like he's thirty three years old, and I thought the man was in his forties. Just to just show this man's been acting his ass off since he was twenty one years old. Like like X Men First Class came out in t- two thousand and ten. I was seventeen, so his so he was actually twenty in that movie. He's three years older than me. My goodness. Like, I literally was like, oh, he's probably like 40. I'm 41. 33. My, this man, I'm literally watching a guy a little bit. He, I'm watching a guy my brother's age playing all these movies. And he he took his opportunity and he could go. He was handed a baton and ran a freaking world record, man. Like, 
He has the like legit. He has the portfolio of a 40, 50 year old man, and he's only thirty three. Like it's ridiculous. Like he's like Chris Evans. Remember when Chris Evans became Captain America? People could not believe he was only twenty nine years old. They're like, I swear. They're like, I swear, Chris Evans is like forty years old because because Chris Evans was in so many movies before he was even Captain America. Yeah, they 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 stay working so. And I'm, I think Nicholas Holt, come on. I mean, he, he deserves, he deserves this. I'm super excited for this. Like I'm le- legitimate. I like those other castings. Cool. The, the Jimmy Olsen one, I was quite happy for that one, but that, this one, this is the one that got, that's got my attention. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, in, in Django, it's like you have, you, you had my, uh, curiosity. Now you have my attention. So, <laughs> um, yeah, James Gunn doing his damn thing. I, I'm, I'm, dude. I, I'm ready. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see uh, when they start getting on set. You know, they they're not filming yet. It's gonna be. I think they're starting filming probably sometime in the next few months. Um, so we'll we'll get to see them then, and uh, we'll let you guys know uh, what we think about those set pictures and and how they're proceeding. I, I think we got some pretty good stuff coming. So uh, anyway. Lottie, that's all of our uh, all of our news for this week. Uh, but hey, you guys, uh, maybe we missed something. Uh, maybe we got something wrong, or you just you know just want to let us know you agree or had some other thoughts. Whatever that may be, get down there uh, to the comment section. Let us know what you think. And of course, you can always hit us up. Super not funny show at gmail.com. Super not funny show on Threads, on TikTok, on Instagram. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. And while you're doing that, get down there, hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. Uh, all that good stuff helps more people to see this channel, helps more people, uh, you know, to see videos just like this. And if you're doing, uh, you know, listen to this on a podcasting platform, leave us a review. Five stars would be great. Uh, just let us know what you think. Uh, give us some feedback. That would be great. And of course, uh, the Supercast uh, wouldn't be the same if it didn't have uh, Lottie's insight. Uh, so, Lottie, where can they reach you on uh, social media? Oh, yeah, you can always find me on my Instagram, which is Anu Kinihoon. Well, my YouTube and Instagram, which is Anu Kinihoon. Again, it's Anu Kinihoon, A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Yep, you guys go and check out what Lottie's got going on. I know he's got animations and all that good stuff. Uh, like comment subscribe you know what to do show some love all right thanks for joining us on this episode episode 128 of the supercast come back next week we got episode 129 uh hopefully as much uh news as we had this week there they can top it uh but it might be a slow week because it's thanksgiving so uh if it is you know we do have some other topics to to cover and, uh, of course, we're gonna t- we can talk about Invincible, all of that good stuff. So, uh, until then, I've been Mo, your commenter extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.